So I just got out of the forum where I attended an evening with the Clintons, um, which is an event, uh, a tour that uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton and Bill Clinton are, are taking around the country right now. And I originally had not planned on attending. Uh, when the tickets went on sale many months ago, uh, I just, yeah, f- for a few months now, actually, for a couple years now, I've been really not super engaged in the political process um, because of just the way that things are in this country. And not to get into the whole thing all over again, but the uh, effects of what happened in the 2016 election really, really shook me to my core. Um, I was super invested in the election and the campaign of Hillary Clinton for president. And um, it was something that took a very long time for me to get over. So because of that, uh, I just, you know, in spite of what you see on, on Facebook and in social media, where I do share some articles and political things, I really am not as engaged in politics as I have been pretty much my whole entire life. I got my degree in political science. I studied um, uh, law in grad school. I was intending to go to law school, um, but I got sidetracked with teaching and got sidetracked with blogging, and now I'm producing TV, so I wasn't meant to be a lawyer. But that's where my interests have been for a very long time. So with every election that I've been able to participate in, I was fully invested, and it it was uh, it's been a big part of my life. Um, the the loss in 2016, the the theft, to be quite honest, um, was really really hard for me to deal with. And in order for me to not want to lose my mind and go crazy, I had to distance myself. So, I've I've spent not a lot of time paying attention to the political process, the day to day. I mean, it's depressing enough just to read the headlines, you know diving deep into watching the 24-hour news cycle would have killed me. So when tickets went on sale for the Clintons on this tour, it wasn't that I wasn't interested in hearing them speak. It just wasn't where my mind was at the time, and I just didn't get tickets. So here we are many months later, and um, I realized that the Clintons were coming to L.A. this weekend. Uh, and I had a free Saturday night and a very inexpensive ticket popped up and I decided I wanted to go. So I'm, I'm just now leaving the forum and I'm, I'm really inspired by, um, by what I witnessed tonight. So I decided to record something to just talk through it and Maybe I'll share it. Well, obviously, if you're if you're listening to this now, then I've decided to share this with all of you. So essentially, um, the biggest draw for me was to be in the same room with 
President Clinton and Secretary Hillary Clinton. Just to hear them speak, because these people have been heroes of mine for my whole entire life. Honestly, my whole adult life. Um, I campaigned for Bill Clinton when he ran back in 92. Uh, I was young, but I was definitely devoted to that, uh, to his campaign. Uh, and then again, when he ran for re-election, um, I was a college Democrat at that time. And, uh, the work that we had done, we college Democrats at the University of Oklahoma, which is a deep, deep, deep red state, did not go unnoticed. And uh, we were invited to his second inauguration in Washington, D.C. Unfortunately, I was graduating from college, so I was unable to attend because I was graduating around the time. uh, Well, I just couldn't make it. So, my parents still have the framed uh, invite, though, at home, which I I love. So, again, the Clintons have been heroes of mine for my whole adult life. Um, So, to be able to be in the same room with them and to hear them speak was something that I'm really glad that I got to do. They uh, came out and were moderated by their friend Ted Danson, actor Ted Danson, and uh, the, one of the first things that they did, obviously, was to talk about how much they love California and how happy they were to be here tonight. And uh, they both shared personal stories of their relationship with California. Hillary's mother was raised in Alhambra, not very far from Inglewood, where the forum is. And uh, Bill told a story about how... Um, he and Hillary drove out from Chicago to spend some time as young lovers in, in Southern California together. And it was, it was really nice to hear them tell such personal stories about Southern California and what this place means to them. Um, the, after they talked a little bit how much, about how much they loved Southern California, uh, the question was asked of them about their daughter, Chelsea, who was not, not in attendance. Now I have been fortunate enough to hear Chelsea Clinton speak in person. So I was bummed that Chelsea wasn't there because I know that the three of them together on that stage would have been just beyond, but they did, uh, spend some time talking about, you know, how they raised, how she was raised in a political family she was born into uh, the Arkansas governorship, the first daughter of Arkansas, and then she was uh, a teenager uh, when when President Clinton, President Bill Clinton, became president. So it was it was nice to hear them talk about you know their daughter and obviously how much they love her and how proud they are of her, and uh, and Hillary talked a little bit about. Um, Chelsea's accomplishments in particular her book uh, She Persisted which is a book that um, Chelsea wrote which was inspired by Elizabeth Warren when she was chastised by Mitch McConnell on the Senate floor when he tried to shut her up and she would not shut up and he commented that nevertheless she persisted which is where that came from that saying came from and uh 
So one of the really great things about the Clintons is they're just regular people. And it's hard, it's hard for some people to understand that because they're such larger than life politicians. They're such intelligent, well-spoken people, but they're just people. They're parents. They're parents that love their daughter. They're parents, they're people that love their country. Um, and it's clear that they love one another. And it's just, it's really, it was really humbling and really a treat for me to be in the presence of of these people who I have admired for so long and to just hear them speak about just their normal lives and, and, and the people that they care about. So, so that was a really nice way for the whole evening to get, to get started. Um, it didn't take long for the specter of the (laughs) election, upcoming election to, to be discussed. And uh, when when the moderator, Ted Danson, brought up the election and what the Clintons think the strategy would be to win in 2020, someone yelled out from the crowd, run, Hillary, which made the whole entire uh, arena erupt in thunderous applause. And it was really, really fun. <clears throat> that was a really, really fun moment. And, and Hillary laughed and she, she smiled and she didn't really respond, which obviously she wouldn't. Um, but it was a nice little um, moment that I think everybody enjoyed. Um, and then they talked about, you know, the economy continues to do well, largely based on, you know, President Obama's policies, but the economy continues to go well. And the question was asked of, of President Clinton, how, how do the Democrats win in 2020 if the economy is doing so well? Referencing back to, um, it's the economy, stupid. The, the, that famous saying that actually he, he ran on in 92 and won when the economy wasn't doing so well under President Bush. And... Uh, And President Clinton very thoughtfully talked about the fact that, um, yes, the economy may be be doing well, and yes, that may play well in the favor of the current administration, who's reaping the benefits of these policies that they had nothing to do with. But he also reminded the audience that uh, the election is going to be more about just the economy. And he talked about immigration, and he talked about climate change, and the really important things that are are really, really important in our day-to-day lives and in the day-to-day lives of everybody in this country, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, everybody. So it's, it's going to be more than just one issue. Um, and also, he was also very clear to remind the audience that when he ran against President Bush, the sitting president who had over a 70% approval rating who had, quote-unquote, won the Gulf War, seemed unbeatable. Uh, he managed to, on a campaign of hope, he managed to unseat that president. So it can, it can be done again. And uh, it reminded me that, yes, hope can, can be a strong tool 
and it can overcome. So it was, this was just the kind of thing that I needed to hear tonight because as I mentioned before, you know, I've been very, very disillusioned for years now. Not a lot of hope going around these days, but it's nice to be reminded from a very intelligent and well-spoken couple of people that there is still hope in the world and there is still a way for the nightmare hellscape that we live in to be undone in the next election. So I'm, I'm really glad that that was a hallmark of what they talked about tonight because it's what I needed to hear. I, I posted a status update on Facebook saying that I needed to have my heart and soul refueled by the Clintons tonight. And I'm very happy to say that that is the case, that that is what happened. Um, after, uh, after that little discussion, Hillary talked about the Mueller report and about how in no uncertain terms, the Mueller report made clear that the election was stolen from her and that the sitting president has obstructed justice and very likely seemingly colluded with a foreign country to hurt our country. And I wasn't sure if she was going to talk about that kind of thing in this setting. And I'm very glad that she did because, again, these are very important things that need to be spoken about constantly over and over again because as they warn it's going to happen again if we don't do something about it and she made a very good point and it was very sobering that we we live in a reality right now where our federal government is is actively not protecting our country from foreign influence that has meddled in our election process. Which, you know, got a big reaction from the, the audience in a, in a very, you know, no one wants to hear it, but this is the truth. And she's going to speak the truth, and she continues to speak the truth. But just because we have a federal government that won't do anything to protect us that doesn't mean that we can't do what we can to protect our country. So she mentioned that the candidates running for office, running for the Democratic nomination to run for the president in 2020, have been speaking with her, asking her guidance or her advice, or just, you know, trying to get her, her perspective. And she mentioned that to all the candidates that she's been speaking to, she has reminded them to please continue to fight for what's right, to fight for the protection of our country, and to keep talking about the fact that foreign countries like Russia not only have interfered in our elections, but will continue to interfere in our elections. And we need to be staunch about combating that as best we can because we can't rely on the federal government to help us we have to do whatever we can to protect ourselves. So this is, again, this is stuff that I really 
was glad was spoken about, and I'm really glad uh, they talked about tonight. Um, so, I, I, I try, you know, I suppose had I not come out tonight, I would not have, you know, been exposed to these discussions. And, and they shared other stories. They talked a little bit about, um, you know, when Bill was president and when Hillary was Secretary of State. And they talked about the whole Bin Laden raid and how important it was for our national security that that happened and how it really was a mission accomplished if there ever was one. Um, Hillary was uh, a senator in New York when 9-11 happened. So for her, it was uh, something that was work that she needed to see done. And the the killing of Bin Laden was a, a way to close that chapter with some closure. So for her to be able to see it all the way through to the end uh, was important for her. And obviously it was important for our country. So, I'm, you know, they talked about that tonight to give context of, you know, she's done really, really great things for this country. And we can't forget all those wonderful things that she's, that she's done for us. Um, they also talked about immigration and how disgusting the immigration situation is in this country right now with all these immigrant children, migrant children being ripped from their families and put in cages and how truly, truly horrific it is that this is being done in in the name of the United States of America. Um, And, you know, we read about it and we, we see it in the news, those of us who pay attention and want to know, but it's, it's very sobering to hear it first, to hear it from people firsthand who are intelligent and well-spoken and really know how to synthesize the, the harsh truths of what's going on. I mean, can I just tell you, it was very, very sobering to be in the presence of these people and hear them speak. When I think about how good we had it when President Clinton was president and when Hillary was, you know, our Secretary of State and running for president, like, we we almost had it all. We almost had it all. And it still hurts, it still stings to, to see, to be reminded of what we could have had in the face of the nightmare that we have now. And part of, part of why I wanted to come tonight was to be reminded of, wow, you know, that we, we really do have intelligent, smart, caring people out there who have fought and continue to fight for our country. But also part of why I didn't really want to come because again, because I was so shell-shocked, I didn't want to be reminded of what we lost. And you can't have it both ways. And I'm glad that I came out tonight to to bear witness and to be a part of this experience. But I couldn't help but feel a little bit of that sting of pain again. Um, I was at Javits Center in New York City 
on the night of the election. Um, I was about 40 feet from the podium where Hillary Clinton would have been had she been elected president that night. And I think about that all the time, about how we were robbed. And I knew that I'd be reminded of that again tonight. But with with the distance, it's it's not as hard for me anymore. You know, it's still hard, but it's not as hard for me anymore. So I'm glad I didn't deny myself the opportunity to hear them speak, to see them in person, even if I was going to be reminded of that painful loss. Because I'm reminded of that painful loss every single day when I see how terrible things are. And I wonder how how great they would have been had had we not had the election stolen from us. But I'm not going to continue and just keep going on and on and on about that because, you know, it, I, I don't mind talking about it and I don't mind sharing it with people, but I, I do want this, this um, podcast episode that I'm recording right now to be a positive one, to not be a sad one. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I cried a little bit tonight. I cried a little bit tonight. I teared up. And uh, it, it did feel good to let it out. Um, but overwhelmingly, I'm very, very happy that I came out tonight to hear um, Hillary and Bill speak. It was an honor to be there tonight. Um, it is an honor to, to still call them heroes of mine. Um, it was really, really great to be in a big arena full of like-minded people. We were all Clinton fans there tonight, and it was it showed. Um, I wore one of my favorite, my favorite shirts ever, which is uh, it's a shirt that has Hillary Clinton's face, like different pictures all over it. And I got so many compliments every every time I walked by, or very many people were like, "I love your shirt. Can I get a picture of your shirt? Like that's a great shirt." Like, that was really cool. It kind of felt like a concert. It kind of felt like we were all at a, a Clinton concert, and we were all there to celebrate. And, uh, yeah, it was a really fun experience tonight. I do want to say one, one last thing about uh, tonight. The, the both of them, Bill first, then Hillary, talked about their upbringings and how important it was for them to have caring parents or parent figures like Bill's grandparents uh, to raise them with compassion and and having been taught to to care for our fellow man because again in 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 the world we live in now where there's all this hatred and identity politics and just back and forth um, negativity it's it's very important to be to remember that we need to care for one another we need to care for our fellow man for our of course our family of course our friends but for strangers that we don't know for the less fortunate and honestly these are lessons that I was taught by my father um, so when Bill was talking about his you know grandparents that raised him 
And Hillary was talking about her mother who suffered as a young girl and, and raised Hillary with love and compassion and with the, you know, teaching her the, the lessons to care for other people. I was very much reminded, they remind me so much of my father, who is the most giving man, the most giving person I have ever, ever known in my entire life. My father grew up very, very poor and spent his whole entire life making a better life for his son and his wife. And I have only benefited from his kindness and his generosity. I've seen him extend this compassion towards other family members who took advantage of him over, over, and over again, and he still helped them out. I've seen him do this for strangers. Um, On any given day, he is happy to joke with strangers and give smiles to strangers and pats on the back. And it used to embarrass me when I was young, like, oh, dad, why do you have to be so embarrassing? And now I see he was just such a happy person And he had so much to give that all he knew how to do was to give to other people, to strangers, a a smile, a joke, um, you know, money if he had it, uh, just kindness. He had it, he has it in spades and he is happy to pass it along. So when I say the Clintons are my heroes... I say that because they remind me of my the biggest hero in my life was my father who to this day still gives and gives and gives to me and to everyone who he can and uh, if it's one thing that I'm going to take away from this evening with the Clintons it's that these people spent their whole lives in public service, giving to other people, um, imparting their wisdom to teach people to continue to pass it along and give to other people. And these are lessons that I've learned from my father. And I hope that I am able to pass it along. Well, first, I hope I'm able to, to practice, that I hope that I'm able to help um, other people when I can Um, to give when I can, to be kind when I can, and uh, to encourage others to give and to be kind when they can as well. So I'm very, very, very glad that I went uh, tonight to hear the Clinton speak. And I I came out of the event feeling um, emboldened, with compassion and reminded that intelligence and kindness matters. And I felt inspired to record a little something that I will share with all of you in the hopes that it will inspire you to um, want to be kind and want to give to other people. So um, kindness matters, intelligence matters. Let's pass it along to one another and uh, let's do our best to be good to one another and 
when things seem hopeless, as they do a lot of the times, and as the election looms in the not-too-distant future, um, let's do our best to be the best people that we can be. Let's care for one another. Let's care for the planet. Let's do the right thing, and let's let's take our country back. Let's be good people. Let's take our country back. And that is how I'm going to end uh, this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed. Um, I hope it inspired something in you or at least made you think a little bit. Um, And yeah, kindness, compassion. Let's pass it along. And I'm out. Bye.